Thanks for tuning into the podcast. I'd like to begin with a word of thanks to my many benefactors and patrons who so generously contribute to help make this possible. My deepest gratitude to you and my thanks and every blessing. I'd like to share some reflections on the topic of tending our mental health as we just passed National Mental Health Day on October 10th. I begin with a quote from Father Ronald Roheiser. This comes from a short piece he wrote on the theme not long ago. He says, as I aged year after year, I began to see a number of my former classmates, colleagues, trusted mentors, acquaintances of all kinds and dear friends lose their battle with mental health and sink slowly or rapidly into various forms of clinical depression, mental paralysis, mental anguish, dementia of various kinds, dark personality changes, and suicide. Slowly, painfully, haltingly, I came to know that not everyone has the internal circuits to allow them the sustained capacity for steadiness and buoyancy. I also came to learn that one's mental health is really parallel to one's physical health, fragile and not fully within one's own control. Moreover, just as diabetes, arthritis, cancer, stroke, heart attacks can cause debilitation and death, so too can mental diseases wreak deadly havoc inside the mind, also causing every kind of debilitation and not infrequently death or suicide. Now these are blunt, searing words but I highlight them because I think they speak a truth. I see people in the orbit of my experience suffering with mental health challenges, and this seems to reflect a trend in our culture at large. I learned early on in my ministry from Father Richard Rohr that healthy psychology and healthy spirituality go hand in hand. In other words, to tend our mental health is a spiritual practice for it creates the conditions necessary for us to be in touch with reality. And reality is where God desires us to live. So we ask, what might we do to tend our mental health and thus keep ourselves grounded in reality as much as is possible? I'd like to share three suggestions. First, we might periodically check in with ourselves and see how we're doing. We do this to be attentive to signs and symptoms that suggest we might need some help. For example, we might ask, how do I feel generally? Do I notice depression spreading its tentacles over me? Do I find myself becoming engulfed with inordinate anxiety? Am I relying on alcohol to escape from the burden of reality or numb pain that I'm feeling? How does my body feel? Is there a loss of energy? Am I gaining weight to the point where it is unhealthy or unhealthy weight loss? Do I use television or the internet as a way to basically be unconscious? Do I obsess about politics or certain political figures? Do I find unresolved anger rising up in me as I relive old hurts and old resentments over and over again? Does resentment seem to take control of me? Our answers to these questions might reveal to us that we need to do some tending of our mental, emotional health. Second, the soul will try to help us. Our true self, the image and likeness of God within, 
yearns for us to be healthy and whole. How do we listen to its guidance? One way is to pay attention to our dreams. We might look for recurring themes. Or if we're experiencing nightmares, that can be a way of the soul underlining something very important at once our attention. If you wake up in the night with a jolt from a, from a terrible dream, that's the soul's way of trying to, quote, wake you up to some truth that needs to be brought to consciousness. These are the soul's ways, again, of trying to get your attention. It wants you to see those areas that are in need of healing. You might write down the dreams and bring them to prayer. They are indeed little parables tailor-made just for you, and I encourage you to reverence them. Finally, when we realize that our mental health needs tending, we can take a twofold approach. First, we invite God into the process, and second, we seek professional help. Pope Francis reflects, Overwork and work-related stress cause many people to experience extreme exhaustion, mental, emotional, affective, and physical exhaustion. Sadness, apathy, and spiritual tiredness end up dominating people's lives. Those who are overloaded due to the rhythm of life today. We should just simply listen to them in silence because we cannot go and tell someone, no, life's not like that. Listen to me, I'll give you the solution. There is no solution. And let us not forget that along with indispensable psychological counseling, which is useful and effective, Jesus' words also help. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Let us pray that people who suffer from depression or burnout will find support and a light that opens them up to life. Wise words from Pope Francis. If we had cancer or heart disease or any other illness, we certainly would not tell ourselves to simply cheer up and snap out of it. And we wouldn't say that to anyone else. No, we would go to a doctor and get the help we need. So it is with our mental health. We are blessed to live in a time where we have resources and much less stigma when it comes to getting the help we need. Henry Nouwen, a great spiritual writer and teacher of the 20th century, said, Exhaustion, burnout, and depression are not signs that you are doing God's will. God is gentle and loving. God desires to give you a deep sense of safety in God's love. Once you have allowed yourself to experience that love fully, you will be better able to discern who you are being sent to in God's name. We can bring what is in our heart to God. If we are feeling depression, we pray with that. If anxiety, pray anxiety. If sadness, pray sadness. If addiction, bring the addiction to God. For as those in 12-step programs well know, God is the one power that can help us to overcome these engulfing emotional energies. We can name these realities of our experience. And God longs to help us to carry these burdens that come with the human experience. When we bring them to prayer, it's a way of inviting God into the process, into the deepest recesses of the heart, the place where healing occurs. Just as the health of our physical bodies needs tending, so does the health of our mind and psyche. When we face our mental health challenges, 
when we get the help we need from counselors, therapists, psychologists, and psychiatrists, we honor the life that God has given us, and we cooperate with healing grace, the grace that draws us to wholeness and light. I thank you for listening, and with that, let's go into a few moments of meditation.